Simpson. And Japan have gone absolutely without lead. This is Whitmore. Paul and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the reggae boys who take the lead. Greetings, uh, football lovers. Welcome to Ball Chat Podcast. We're back again. My name is Benton, along with the family, to the hard way. Come on, is out. Uh, Junior, the government name. Where are you going, family? Well, the government I, name is George. Huh? How are you doing, family? I'm good enough. I'm good. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm a, I'm a little bit distraught, a little bit, but I'm good. This uh, too shall pass. Junior, now because Liverpool won another title, means you have a best, brother. No, 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 no. I care zero about Liverpool. Football family have a, a jam-packed show lined up for you this week, as, as we always do it on the, our Sunday show at this time. We do a recap of the week that was in the world of football. At the top of the show, we have ballers and bugs highlighting the impressive and unimpressive players of the week. And, you know, we're going to recommend a few things for the unimpressive players, things for them to do better. Then we're going to segue to EFL Cup Roundup as Pochettino... Had a few things to say after the game. I feel bad for Chelsea, but Liverpool's victory over Chelsea clap with another trophy. You don't know Liverpool nation will be running in. So we'll discuss the e- EFL Cup final, the game, the you know, a lot of roller coaster moments in that football game. We'll also take a look at EPL action as English Premier League games played out this weekend. Look at the standing. Recap um, Champions League, at least get Junior's thoughts on some of the games in Champions League knockout round. We'll also take a look at CONCACAF Women's Gold Cup action and MLS kickoff weekend and Jamaican football report. Guy, you don't know. Even come on is not a, even though come on is not here, we're gonna discuss Jamaican football. But ballers and bugs, um big up uh, thank you to all listeners as always wanna always appreciate and salute listeners running in big up yourself we see you we know so you watch and listen every week thank you as always ballers of the week family who do you have junior i, I don't want to steal your thunder so um i'm going to give you a ball of the week you steal my thunder man yeah rasta and yeah. them thing there no clean up them thought there no <laughs> clean mountain <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was about clean the thunder, brother. No, that's all that we know, Benton. Benton, fire. Fire, <laughs> yes, fire, yeah. But last week, you picked up Cindy Martinez, um, goalkeeper of Puerto Rico, and rightfully so. She had a, a stellar game against Haiti. And what did she do as, as an encore? Followed up with a great game against Brazil. Um, even though Brazil won 1-0 in the Gold Cup, Sidney Martin was instrumental in keeping Puerto Rico in that game, in the Gold Cup. And Brazil had to had to wait until the dying moments of the game after Pepe in the goal. So Sidney Martin will get my, my ball of the week. Big up to all Liverpool fans. I want to say a bad mind. Um, you guys say a bad mind. Um, Liverpool all the time. I don't bad by Liverpool. I, I keep them, I hold them to a high standard. And even at the high standard of the whole Liverpool, what Liverpool did today in the EFL Cup title even surpassed that standard that I hold them up to. And and I think I think I think um it's it's major. We'll talk about it, but Liverpool, the whole Liverpool organization, I start with the top, Jurgen Klopp. 
Um, also, we have to give Ar- Arsenal. Arsenal, Newcastle would have that Newcastle fixture was a tricky fixture, and Arsenal had went to the game and this and promptly disposed of them like trash. So Arsenal, Liverpool, Cindy Martinez, my ballers of the week. Uh, Junior, you actually with a straight face said that you have Liverpool in high regard. Yes, I do. Really? I do. I do. Okay. I all really right. do. I really... And we talk about that. Okay. All right. Well, my respect to you. I mean, I'm going to try um put words in the man mouth, but that's a shocker. <laughs> a Manchester United fan on this day, February 25th, 2024, at 5.06 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, said... That he has Liverpool in high regard. From all right, let, let's okay. Let, let let's not let's not um let's not let's not throw it milk it now, please. Let's just what? keep moving. <laughs> is this true? Is this true, brother? Uh, big up to ba- to Dalton. Dalton says ballers are Liverpool kids. Liverpool FC. <laughs> we are all out. Well, got you this ballers are Liverpool kids. Liverpool FC and clap the man just have split up the ball as in Liverpool organization in three. So uh, <laughs> he also giving a ball of the week to Fulham, Leon Bailey and Leverkusen. Leon Bailey with another goal this weekend again, general and, and assist. Leon Bailey are doing things. Yeah man, I'm go on and doing work. Keep doing your work, Leon. Um Yo, all right, ballers and bug segment. You highlighted Cindy, uh, Cindy Martinez of Puerto Rico and the CONCACAF uh, Women's Gold Cup. You know what? I want to give a baller of the week to Brazil's head coach. Women's head team head coach. Here's why. The Binia is, the is the name that... You know, a lot of people say it's supposed to lead Brazil forward. Dibinia scored goals left, right, and center in NWSL when she plays here. What did Brazil coach said last night? Dibinia go hold a seat and bench her in the game in the big monumental matchup against Colombia. And Brazil won the game. Not just by the fact that they played together as a unit. One yes. player did not try to dominate and take the ball and as Dibinia always do and do her own thing. I thought Brazil's head coach deserves a ball of the week. That takes some cojones to tell Dabinia say, yo, come hold a seat. And, and it's a ball of the week to the head coach. You know, uh, Arsenal. Arsenal Football Club and Mikel Arteta. I've been on record of questioning Arsenal's ability to score goals. And the lack of a striker, you know, in the January window. The inability to go out and secure the services of a true goal scorer. You know, Arsenal um, Football Club and, and Mikel Arteta has told me, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. You don't know ball. We know ball. Arsenal have some ridiculous statistics in the last few weeks. I think they've scored something, in the, and, and I will get the exact number, 24 goals. And, and I know opponents doesn't, it may relate to the opponent, whatever. But at the end of the day, you still have to score the goals. 
and so Mikel Arteta, Arsenal, Saka, the entire crew, even Kai Havers gets a baller. He scored, what, six goals? One more than Marcus Rashford? Ball of the week to Arsenal and what they're doing. And, and Junior, I'm not taking job at Manchester United. They're just slipping oh, up really? my mind. <laughs> they just slipping <laughs> up my mind. <laughs> so, ballers of the week. Arsenal, Mikel Arteta for the ability to score and score, score on a goal-scoring run. Impressive. We question, I question their ability to score goals without a true number nine. And they're telling me, shut the hell up. And Brazil's head coach. For making the big decision and benching the one and the Binia, the star. And of course, baller of the week to Virgil van Dijk. General, general, leader. Yo, general, general. This is what leaders do. This is what captains do. Ball of the week. I shall say no more. Uh, Bugs for you, Junior. Unimpressive players of the week. Um... I'm going to highlight the, the tip of the spear. But Conor Gallagher, good God, man. Good Lord Almighty. And this, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not giving it to Cole Palmer. But the people who are around Cole Palmer, the, the English media that is pushing Cole Palmer like he's some form of a football player. And he's not. Cole, Cole Palmer, to me, is a slower version of um, when my boy used to play for Man U and I would dash him last year or two years ago, the fast brother who bought from Leeds. Um, ah, look, a short brother would just all he did was run fast. Can't remember his name right now, but when it, when it comes to me, I played for Wales. That is who Cole Palmer is to me. It's just Danny, a slow, uh, just Williams. A, who? Uh, Williams? No, not Williams. A uh, Williams? Maybe it's Williams. But I will come back. He used to play me. for Leeds, right? Yeah. It, yeah. it, will, it, will, it, will, it will come back to me. But Cole Palmer, to me, is a slower version of that, of that footballer, in my opinion. But people are trying to talk about Cole Palmer like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. The whole Manchester United team, we know he's an idiot side. We know that. And I'm not going to harp on Manu. Manu is my team, but I'm not going to harp on them. But Jim Ratcliffe got um, officially... But it became minority stakeholder in Manchester United. And Ineos was officially announced as the, the group that will be running um, player the, the, the football operations at Manchester United. And what did the Manchester United players do right after that is announced? What did they do after Jim Ratcliffe come out? What, what Ratcliffe said, I am here to knock Manchester City off their perch. And what did Manchester United do after after that after that interview? Come out and lay down flat against Fulham and lose two one. Could have lost by four. Crazy to me, crazy. So the players them they just show that they 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 just tone deaf, and that to me is a problem with also with Chelsea because Liverpool we, we talk about it, but they they, they are my boat. Um, coach of, of, my, of Brazil, Arta Elias. I gave him a ball after we go and highlight his name. Uh, Junior, look up that playoff for, because I, I'm seeing the image that from Manchester United that, that you guys got rid of. That yeah, so tell I, I, can't, I can't remember the name. I think it's a Williams. Uh, Dalton says, Bugs, Chelsea <laughs> can't beat Liverpool C team. Why go from B to C? Some Liverpool <laughs> fans say a B. Some Liverpool fans say I see. What team is it? Is it D team? 
Uh, Bugs Chelsea can't beat Liverpool C team with their billion squad, Newcastle, and again, Chelsea and the theater of nightmare team. Uh, Daniel James, Daniel James. Daniel James, Daniel James. That would Paul Palmer is a slower version of Daniel James in my eyes. Yeah, Daniel James, Daniel James. Williams of a brand. So there's Brandon Williams now, but. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, Ballas and Bug segment. You gave it to um, a few, I, I, I don't remember, but I want to Connor Gallagher, the, 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 people, the people behind the hype train of, of Cole Palmer, Manchester United for their, for their reaction after the, right after um, Jim Ratcliffe gave, gave that, that inspiring interview and that great feel-good interview and they went out and laid down flat like a $20 like this TV like that. I give him Jim Radcliffe a bug of the week. I just have one bug of the week. Bridgen, you just took over 25% ownership of a club. And you're in charge of sporting responsibility. You're in charge of football operations. I'm sure Junior will correct me if I'm wrong. Jim Radcliffe has no history of winning. He's an owner of Nice in the French League, which is our bug side. Jim Radcliffe stopped the circus interviews about knocking people off perches or perch. Go and formulate a plan and build back Manchester United. Lip service, as the, as the gallus Bob Marley would say, mouthwater can't breed people. Lip service cannot solve Manchester United problem. Sir Jim Ratcliffe, shut up. Go and build Manchester United squad. Whether you're in charge of Ineos or Ineos is in charge of you or whichever. You're doing too many interviews about other teams. Focus on your club and fix it. Bug of the week, Sir Jim Ratcliffe. New owner, part owner of Manchester, 25% stake. Again, you have no history of winning. You're the owner of Nice in the French League, and that's a bug side. All right, let's, let's go to it. And let's stop delaying the inevitable junior. Tenth, tenth EFL Cup title for Liverpool. Um, junior also 46 title for Liverpool. Big up Stan Gallimore for stating that. Uh, Junior, your thoughts on this EFL Cup final, brother? And, and Liverpool, BCRD team victory. Yo, it, it, speaks, it speaks to Klopp's legacy. And, and this game right here is Klopp's Liverpool legacy. Um, Klopp entered the game with an underman Liverpool right off the bat. And Klopp played the game and having to go even deeper into his bench, deeper into the squad with some players that he probably was hoping was, was never going to play. And like Steve Nichols said on, um, on, on the broadcast or, or, or the post-game show, Steve Nichols said, yo, not only did Klopp play teenagers, he played them in the heart of the midfield. In, 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 in the most stressful part of the game. That, to me, shows the confidence that he has in the players. 
So every time it's the club bringing on somebody and and club is laughing with them and hugging them and giving them the confidence that you go out there and just have fun, it shows it translates on the field. Um, but on the other side, it also speaks, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, it speaks to the decline of football. It really does in terms of the value that is being put on these players and can they live up to the value. Because Moses Calcedo, well, Calcedo had a decent game. Enzo Fernandez is a World Cup winner. And Enzo Fernandez costs how much to go to play for Chelsea, right? And when you look at the field and saw the Liverpool kids playing against Enzo Fernandez, you couldn't tell the difference. There were times when I couldn't tell the difference between an 18-year-old footballer and a multi-million dollar footballer. Something is wrong in the value that we put in on these players. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, if Kaka was on the field against some little young baller from Italy, it will show. The talent difference will show. Ronaldinho is on the field. It shows. Zidane is on the field. It shows. We don't have that anymore. So Chelsea, to me, the game was a, was a good game. Um, is in terms of, of intrigue, in terms of ups and downs. But when you look at it and look in, and, and analyze the game even closer, you have to question the value, the validation or the value that is being put on these players. Because they're not good. Chelsea footballers are no good. Gallagher, no good. Gallagher needs to go run tracks. He needs to go run um, a marathon. That's what Gallagher needs to go run. If, if Gallagher fit like a fiddle, but football is not his sport. Nick um, Jackson, I like Jackson. I think Jackson is talented. I think Jackson has all the tools, but he just can't put it together. And it, to me, Chelsea had, had opportunities to, to win the game. Chelsea had opportunities to score at least three, four goals. I think Liverpool had opportunities to score two or three as well. And Liverpool was more unlucky than Chelsea. Chelsea was just wasteful. It was just a wasteful football game. I, I don't know better. What do you feel about Um, Big up Garfield, Patrick. Garfield says heel, heel to the ball chat from uh, ball chat. Uh, okay, so it's a lot. you said a lot there, Junior. When, when you say we can uh, digest what you just said. You know what? I, before we delve into what you just said, um, a ball after week to Endo. Um, Waturo Endo. He ran. He 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 put in a shift in that midfield. And and when you brought up the Liverpool kids a while ago, the the McConnell uh, McConnell and um, Bobby Clark. Um, Endo. When when I saw a club took off McAllister. <laughs> I was like, he must lick him head. <laughs> I was like, this brother was mad. He was an idiot because clearly you're sending. And, and I thought that the, the, the decision to take off the McAllisters of the world um, late in that football game, and because he made three subs late Kwanzaa, Jaden Kwanzaa, or Qu Gerald Kwanzaa, Jaden um, Dan's. Um, uh, McConnell, uh, you also put on Bobby Clark. Um, I thought, I thought he was probably saying, you know what, 
we have bigger fish for fry. We, we, we have a hospital in terms of injury, injury list. And ultimately, we are, we're in Premier League and we want to preserve McAllister's legs. We want, you know, but clearly he knows what he's doing. And, and, and Endo was always there as an option for whether it's Ibrahim Kanate, whether it's Virgil van Dijk, he was there for as an option for them um, to, 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 release, to release the pressure. And, and, and he was huge in terms of breaking up Chelsea's quick release or quick play to try to get forward. So, ball after week to end up. Um, in terms of the value situation, well, them say market dictate, you know, and the market definitely dictate um in in the climate of things i but 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 i before i before i i, I throw out the, the baby with the bath water and chelsea's players and say boy the, all of them are bug and re 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 i i think some of it is coaching I, I you you put you give them to club and pep maybe maybe they wouldn't sign them but you give them to a good coach <coughs> and if they don't materialize then then I said, okay, it's fair. And, and I'm not saying that Pochettino is a bad coach. I'm not saying that Pochettino is a good coach. But I think in terms of personality and having people run through brick wall sort of coach, that is not Pochettino. He's not, he's not a psychologist. He's, he's not that philosophical. He's more, you know, technical and, and X's and O's sort of coach. Whereas I think Klopp is all those layers together. He's technical right. and he's philosophical. He's very... A psychologist in the sense of the game, so I, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't throw out all of Chelsea's players yet. I would give them to a proper coach, no, and I then we'll see what happens. No, I would. I would. The, 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 this is the reason why I would. Um, the second, all right, think about, think about it, Benton. If give me any big baller, just give me any big midfielder. Past our present. Just any big any big midfielder you want, Carl. Just random. Give me a random midfielder. That is a big baller for you. That's currently playing. Present or past. It doesn't matter. The first name that comes to mind. Ah, uh, Pirlo. Alright. It's up so take out Enzo Fernandez or take out Calcedo and put in Pirlo. Because both players were deployed in a Pirlo-like position, right? Mm. They might play different, but they're deployed in a Pirlo-like position, right? Mm. Would Pochettino need to tell Pirlo once the Liverpool kids come on, yo, step up and play higher up? No, I don't. That's a rhetorical question. Okay. Pirlo would be... Li- First of all, Klopp would have never sent the kids out there against Pirlo. That's first of all, right? When, in my opinion, when Klopp did that, I think, and this is where um, Pochettino is uh, is is a good um, tactician, tactician before the game, but over time, what has killed Pochettino is his is his adjustments in game, right? Uh-huh. There's no way. There's no way you're going to have Pirlo. I, you have Enzo Fernandez. You have Calcino. There's no way Liverpool put those kids on in the heart of their midfield and I still have Enzo and Calcino playing as tolling midfielders. There's no way. Okay, Press on I'm those players. To move further up. Press on the players. It's that simple. <laughs> the, the, when the game ended in the 90th minute, 
at, at the end of regulation, Chelsea was way ahead. Way ahead in, in, in terms of momentum. And they started the first half of, of overtime like the game just started. And they were protecting the goal and protecting their 18. They played like they were scared of Liverpool. They, they played like they were scared of Luis Diaz. Because Luis Diaz was really the only threat that Liverpool legitimately had going forward. It's just Luis Diaz. And they played like we don't want Luis Diaz and company to kill us. To me, yes, Pochettino is to be blamed. But I also have to question the players. Where is the mentality that, yo, you put, you put an 18-year-old footballer in front of me? Would just win the World Cup? I just win the World Cup and you put in this 18, 18-year-old midfielder in front. No, sir, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to teach this youth some football. And to me, that is a problem with Chelsea. Okay. That to, to me, that's a problem with a lot of these footballers. Things where we sit down and watch on the TV and say, why are you doing this? And then we, we sit down and blame the coach. Why Why we can't ask the players, like, dude, what were you thinking? Yeah. What were you thinking? I, I get what you're saying. But but uh, Dalton Stewart says the difference is Liverpool subs came on and made a difference, whilst Chelsea's sub came to... To, um, to the beach. Uh, Garfield says, Junior, I think there is a serious question about Poch coaching skills. I can't recall any time in history where there was a, such an imbalance in, in a final competition right across Europe to Chile. The Liverpool kids have less game time than any one group I've seen before. Playing against players who have such vast skills and experience and they are overwhelmed by youthful experience. To be fair, Poch these days are not his players, and I still think this is not his philosophy of play, but him playing with what was given to him. We won the game because of Endo being a general on a team. Chelsea lost this, lost because they were not a team. Um, yeah, but, but I think that the, the team analogy comes down to the coach. Uh, I think in summer, in, in, in preseason or whenever you guys get together, your philosophy is to build a team. Um, and that, whosoever is not buying into the team concept um, should, should go um, or not get no minutes. And, and there, were evident, there were evidence at times when Chelsea, you said, brother, make the extra pass. And they refused to make the extra pass, where they go at it. Whereas you see Liverpool made the extra pass um and 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 i and and that's the thing junior i agree with you to some extent but i'm curious to know about the players that you said like the enzo and the casados of the world and and other players in chelsea what i'm curious to know is that because of that price tag we have an expectation right and so are we are are we expecting something from players who still confidence-wise look to a manager or look to someone to guide them. Because they're relative... All right, Moises Castillo, for example, is not no general. We, when right. we used to watch Moises Castillo from, from India Brighton or before that, we never, no man never come out and say, yo, Castillo is a general, watch out for this youth. So in, in, in essence, you know, Enzo has essentially rested on the fact that he was in an Argentinian team that have a general so he, he, he 
you don't have to look to him to be that guy. All I'm have to do when he play Argentina with Messi and them man there, they say, yo, don't muck up. Come and just knock the ball, move the ball, and break up where you need to break up. Whereas now at Chelsea, there's another, there's an additional responsibility because you have a price tag. You get big money price tag and you can elevate yourself to that big money price tag. And, and so that, for me, is why I won't kill all the Chelsea, well, not kill, or maybe, maybe throw out all the Chelsea players them yet, to some extent. Okay, but for me, if I if if I was to if I was to do an evaluation of the players, I would keep Nicholas Jackson because of um, potential. I really I really think that you would have potential. As much as I cost off Cole Palmer, I'll keep Cole Palmer because of my potential. The back four for Chelsea today, I would keep because they have potential. You're right about Calcedo and Enzo, and, and, and then basically the price tag is going ahead of them in terms of the valuation. So whoever, whoever signed off on those deals are idiots. You, I, can't, I, I cannot kill the, the, the agent. The agent did his job and got maximum value. I can't kill Brighton. For, 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 for selling no, no, for right. that. Brian can't. Yeah, Brian said we get our money. We're not. No. Yeah, Brian was like, Brian was like, yo, we're the business. You use him worth 120, 130. Go ahead and give it to us. But yeah. I am not going to say. All right. When you look at, and it's very, I'm sorry, it's very few teams. Out yeah. there right now, that have a have a have a have a first level, and you make one substitution, and the team gone to hell. Yeah, yeah. When when Casemiro got the head injury Saturday, yeah, the difference in the game when that midfielder was gone is just night and day. Yeah, it was just, and to me, that is a that is a high value. Baller. Yes, yes, if yes. You take out Calcedo and take out Enzo. There's no difference in Chelsea. They're yes, not the yes, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how? How? Yeah, Garfield asked an important question. He said, in case of Casedo and Enzo, or Enzo, not Endo, we're not going to mix up Endo because Endo was exceptional. It's Enzo, right? Enzo Fernandez. Fernandez. Yeah. They are players. They are proven players, so why aren't they performing? And and that is a million dollar question, Junior. No, 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 that, no, 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 no. They are they are not proven players okay. in the role that they are playing. They're not proven players in the role that they play. It's a difference because we have seen examples. Of, let me think of a clear example. Let me give. I'm going to give you a clear example. Bruno playing. For Manchester United, is not Bruno playing for Portugal. Okay. It's two, it's it's different, two different, different players. Player. Two completely different players. Yeah. You think Bruno can go to Portugal and do the crap ever done? But, but, first but, of but all, when he goes to Portugal, he might have a general who slung there say, Yo, brother, if you do foolishness, you'll get slapped in the head. Exactly. So then, and, so and, but when Bruno comes to Manchester United or when Enzo or Casado goes to Chelsea, there's no general who said to them, say, Brother, Cut out the chumpiness. So that's why they're not proven. <laughs> so. Pogba, as much as I like Pogba, Pogba at Juventus is not Pogba at Manchester United. Fair enough, and because he had people around him who can't... Pirlo and Gattuso. Yeah, Pirlo yeah, cut out. And he also relieves the pressure too. Exactly. He relieves the pressure. I, all right. 
But yeah, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't. All right, here's why I wouldn't. Because Liverpool wanted Casado, you know. Remember, Liverpool was in the running to sign Casado, you know. and right. Chelsea running with a bag of money and take Casado after you know out of. So I think you put the, one of the big problems at Chelsea right now is a lack. All right, when things bad, it's just bad, and you need you need somebody, some leader, for going to guide you out of this foolishness. Right. And they don't have that. I mean, Thiago Silva is supposed to be the leader, but Thiago, old man, him can't do it. So, and then Pochettino is not no no. Him not have no history no. Where 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 part where. Well, uh, Jose call it the way the, the phrase that he used when it comes to uh, heritage, football heritage, heritage in terms of winning. Heritage. So Pochettino is not somebody these kids can look to when the chips are down to say, guide me through this thing, you know. Um, Jurgen Klopp, where you look at his club and club coaching history, whether it's at Dortmund, whether it's at Men's, when you look at what he's has done with players and they look to him, they say, you're general. We need you for guide. He can guide them because right. he has taken players and elevated them and said, yo, I got you. And when you're right. the foolish, they seems to come off of the field. Yeah. It, you're, you're 100% right. I just, and, and, and you know what? You, you, that perfect, that, what you said was perfect. The reason why Liverpool beat Chelsea today is because Liverpool had Van Dijk. Chelsea didn't have a Van yes. Dijk. You have a lead. You have a lead who look. Yes, yes. Because because Liverpool was never have the bite going forward. Yes, and ever said, yes. Luis Diaz was was the yes, real threat. Exactly. And Virgil say here, you know, we're not going to penalty. We're not doing. You, but, but, you but said it. You said thing, it on the stream. But you, you said it on the stream. Thing about all of it, you know, is that we saw and um, Virgil scored earlier, and the we same saw, type of goal. and we saw the corner kick right. Again, and we shouted at the TV, said, somebody cover Virgil. Somebody need to mark Virgil. And the Sassi, the Sassi, Sassi was running with him, but he was not good, run, quick enough. And Kunku was in front of him, and I looked to somebody else with, we got no attack in the ball. Whereas, me, I said, everybody on the mother knows uh, a corner kick, Virgil van Dijk. Is a definite look at this IE's chance, this I chance at the back post for Chelsea. Yes. When the ball hit on him tie and he must him hold him head. So it it's it rough. But you have leaders and you, you have people who, and I think that's why Clap can make the substitutions that he could. Because he have he has a virtual on yes. the field. Yes. Because there there was a moment there was a moment before. Yes. Goal in overtime when um, I don't remember which Liverpool player was playing with the ball yes, and yes. Chelsea got the ball and, and the camera went to Virgil and Virgil scream after the brother. Yes, I think it's Simicas. Yeah, yeah. You cuss out him. And you do if you think about it. Apart from Chilwell alone and female left wing, seem yes. seemingly yes. cussing anybody for female wing. Nobody on Chelsea. Talk like that. Nobody. No. Nobody, nobody open their mouth by Chelsea to anybody else. If you really sit down and watch them. And then Steve Nichol even, even highlighted it when he said, um, when he said, Oh, at, at, at halftime or overtime, all the Liverpool players are together. 
while Chelsea is separated, something is wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, and Garfield, Gar, big up Garfield. Garfield said it. Liverpool is a team, Chelsea isn't a team. It's simple. Yeah. Big up El Pistolero. El Pistolero said Liverpool has club. He's the ultimate leader. Yes. All of those are true. Yes, and one thing I've always, I, I fundamentally believe this. When it comes to winning, especially in team sports, teams take on the personality of their managers. Yep. Club can look to his team and he can say, say when, I go, when my players go on the field, this is my player that I can look to. Virgil van Dijk embodies me when I go out there. So I don't even... I, 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 when I look to Pochettino, I mean, I say, Brechen, so who now is the man you can look to when the chips are down? Because the coach can only shout when he can coach shout. Somebody on that Chelsea team needs to grab the rest of the group and say, brother, and you know, I wake up in a cloth and come. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. And, and that is something that they probably will have to do in the, in the summer. Um, but that, that, that player... That player can't be bought. That, 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 you, that you, can't, you can't pay for that player. You, you have to build that player or that, you have to discover that player. So you, you can't just uh, throw money at the yeah, highest value hard, person in the market. Find, them hard to find. Yeah. I think Chelsea has one potentially in Levi Colwell. I think you, you keep Levi Colwell and you give him more responsibility and you groom him. And let, if he's somebody who's very vocal, you build him. And, and, and I think that's how he, the Sassy can become those player, that player, but you know it, it takes time. Club said, yeah, you'll have to, you have to go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Junior. No, you'll have to remove the clutter around from Colwell, though, because if if you want that, it's like it's like gardening. If you want that plant to grow and bear fruit, you have to get rid of the trash from around the we plant and give it them. room. We have we have money problem. Now these players are on a contract. <laughs> Yo, I, and, and, and not only that, they're on a long-term contract. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, like a player like Mudrig and uh, Madweki, Madweki, I mean, you just go ahead and say, brother, we just cut with losses, yeah, brother, and just, you know, go on a road. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you can bring in one industrious, hard-working player for the two of them who can definitely come with a personality and attitude, for say, yo... Yo, I mean, this is Angola Kante's club, you know, when I think about Chelsea, I'm like, at Demonia, Enzo and Casado can't make one, not even a big two of little Kante. Eh? No, Look at that. Not, <laughs> not, not only Kante. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, is, this, this is a club of Lampard. This is a club of Essien. Yeah. This is a club of, yo, this, this is a club Drop of Makalele. Yes, this is John Terry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, one, one. No, this is the even Diara, Lassara, Come on, yeah, man. Man. come on. I mean, and the thing with Kante, Angola Kante is a one local man, and you can't, you not gonna. Yo, um, Club says it's easily the most special trophy I've ever won. It's absolutely exceptional. I wish I could feel pride more often. Tonight was an overwhelming feeling, end quote. Um, Pochettino said, quote, I am happy with the effort today. These players are professional. They are very competitive, and now we need to move forward. They need to feel the pain. Nothing you can tell me can make me feel better. Nothing. I, I feel sorry for Pochettino. I, I, feel... I, I, I know what will make you feel better, Pochettino. Next year, you'll be coaching a better team, a different team. 
Yeah, but Junior, you can't bail this brother out of this thing. Which team you forgive him? If you, if you give him Newcastle, he'll do better next year. No, man. Sometimes this is what, Coach, you have to make sure you earn your stripe in the gutter. All right. So, so, so give him... I, I was at Everton, was a Brighton. <laughs> no, he was at um, him, Southampton, you know. He did some work with us at Southampton. Give him back Southampton. Give him back Southampton. And 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 I mean, so I I feel for him because I mean, it's a you two who do a lot of work and and the small margins in this business, you know, is is difference between winning and losing. And he's unfortunately been on the wrong side of this equation too many times. Maybe something that he needs to change about how he carry out his carry out his tasks of building his teams and his coaching. I, I feel sorry for him. I'm not gonna kill him, I'm not gonna call him side billion dollar bottlers as as Gary Neville or whosoever call him. I'm not gonna call him that. It's just I feel sorry for them and them Chelsea network, you know. I hear you, sir. Um, Garfield said there's a structural problem in Chelsea that is affecting the players. We are the outside, so we don't know exactly what it is, but it's apparent there's a problem at Chelsea. <laughs> it's called long-term contracts. <laughs> you, can't, you cannot talk to a player that, that knows that he's going to be in there like a pillar in, in the stadium. He has a long, these players have long-term contracts, most of them, and they're getting paid a lot of money. They give me a reason why they should be motivated to play tomorrow. You can't get more money. How? You're already on a long-term contract. Yeah, you re-up. You re-up. You win yeah, some you, trophies not... and you re-up. You extend. Instead of getting third, five million a year, you can't get 12 now because we won some trophies. No, you're not. You're not well, you're not going to get the seven million um, raise this year. So if you, if you, you wait until your contract year... You see, you players wait until their contract years to play their best. Some the players do. Some no, players. all players do. All no, players. some players do. Some players do every day. All players do. It, 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 that's a motivational factor for a lot of for all yes, players. Yes, it's definitely a motivation factor. So even so, even even the best player in the world, if they are if they are if they have their contract year, God go with you because now that's the reason why normally teams don't make the best players reach their contract yeah, here. They yeah, normally exactly. re up them earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you well, if you I, reach your contract here, PSG, except PSG, but if you reach your contract here, you're going to play your best in that sport. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 to me, that's a part of the problem at Chelsea. And it, it's yo, I would if I would cut my losses and run them where and look at the fans and say, look. We'll take, we're going to take a risk. We'll take a big risk and play some young players and hopefully we can survive and let, let's retool. But Junior, this is business, brother. You can't just hope to survive. You have you, you can't just cut your ass away. You have all the, you want to play out eight years, first year. You have seven more years. Yep. No, man, you can't do that. You just have to go hope some why things can you keep going. You find another manager if this is not the guy. And, and, and just, I mean, at some point, you, you, because the contracts are so long that you have to buy them out. You can't just, and you're already under financial restrictions. So who are you going to play? Whisper? 
Next topic. Yeah, but then they might forward and then it's the same problem again. You get kicked up. <laughs> I mean, you just, you know, um, yeah, but again, big up, congrats to Ch uh, Liverpool. Congrats, congrats. Big, big result. And I want to just be on record and say this. Barcelona Football Club. Klopp is saying that he's taking a year off. Don't hire nobody this year when Xavi leaves. Just make, make it look a B-team coach, coach Barcelona. I'm appealing to Juan Laporta at this moment. All non-Barcelona fans can turn off the, um, the chat. And just look. I'm appealing to Juan Laporta. Give me a minute, Junior. Juan Laporta. Don't hire any manager in the summer. Don't do it. Let the B team coach coach Barcelona next year. Get rid of Rafinha. Who else? Get rid of Gundogan. Get rid of a lot of these old foot. Lewandowski, bye. Juan Laporta, next year, you go get Jurgen Klopp and rebuild football club Barcelona from the bottom up. I not happening. What? 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 Klopp is not a Barca coach. Bar Barcelona, Barcelona's next coach will be will be tasked with with bringing back um bringing La back um huh La Masea. Yes, he'll be tasked uh, with bringing back. Klopp can do it because he has uh, Liverpool kids winning trophy. We we have better kids at Barcelona. So, Garfield, so, said, Garfield said it right, and I agree with Garfield. I think Klopp's next assignment is German national team. <clears throat> I think he's, I think he's going to be the next German coach. Um, we hopefully we can make him an offer. He can't refuse. We just need. No, you, no, you can't. He, he do, he's not going to deal with the, with, the, with the Catalan mafia. Hey, don't don't, don't worry yourself, brethren. I, this is a one Laporte and Barcelona sources appeal. Nobody not supposed to hear this. Don't hire no coach for this summer. Let the B-side coach go around the side next year. And in the meantime, we'll continue just with uh, Jurgen Klopp because they're going to change the culture of football clubs. Hands you, know, you, know, you know, Barca's next coach could be, um, could be Eric Ten Hag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's move on to Premier League all right, we'll see. Why? Why? Let's yeah. Let's move on to a Premier League roundup, brother. Eric Ten Hag who can't even who authorizes the purchase of one Mr. Anthony who got ninety nine minutes. This is a, a what? Who got? Who came on in the ninety ninth minute yesterday? When did he come on? On his twenty fifth what? Twenty fifth birthday? Twenty fourth birthday? <laughs> All right, let's segue to um. Um, English Premier League roundup family and look at the, this weekend's action in the English Premier League. But congrats again to Liverpool. Juan Laporta, just do what I say. Um, Wolves defeated Sheffield 1 0. Aston Villa 4 2 over Forest. Brighton 1 1 with Everton. Um, Crystal Palace 3 0 over Burnley. Man United, talk to me, Jonah. 2 1 full um, defeated Man United. Man City 1 0 over Bournemouth. Chelsea, Butter Brews, Newcastle. And of course, on Wednesday, Liverpool defeated Luton 4-1. Arsenal, Arsenal, Butter Brews, Newcastle. Sorry. Go ahead, Junior. Yeah, I mean, the, the Arsenal score to me 
is um is 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 eye opening because Newcastle with new it's it's been so it's so highly reported about Newcastle Eddie Howe and is is he maximizing his potential and blah blah blah. You would have thought that Newcastle would go forward with a better performance. I don't think they could beat Arsenal at 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 home, but it, it, at least not be down four zero at one point, right? Or three zero, whatever it was at one point. Arsenal, and you know what? Arsenal right now is looking, and this might be blasphemous, and, and I apologize if it's blasphemy, but Arsenal is looking the way Man City did right before getting um right before getting the Viking, right before getting Erling Haaland. Arsenal is looking just like that Manchester City team. The reason why they're not winning like Man City is because Man City is Man City. Man City is two, three years ahead of them. But we have sat down and watched religiously about how Man City don't need a number nine. Man City this, Man City that. All they need is a number nine. No one, and, and they will go over the top, blah, blah, blah. That's where Arsenal is. Arsenal is a complete football team without a striker. They just need a potent striker. Um, so, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Junior. Continue. Oh, so that, that, that is a standout for me. Everton is finding a way to stay buoyed. Even with the points restriction, they are finding a way to give e-court results and get favorable results, try to stay above board. Liam Bailey, in a contract year, is playing great football. Big up to um, Mikhail, because Mikhail said in the football group that Liam Bailey this year, in his opinion, is the best winger in the EPL. And I said, why that was a, that, that, that's a loaded statement, but it's a fair statement. We think about it, and I challenge anybody to give me a better playing winger right now than Leon Bailey. Think I even think about it. Give me a winger that is playing better, more consistent than Bailey right now. Yeah, I mean he's probably the best, uh, best right wing in the EPL right now. I wouldn't right know now. if I would say best winger across the board. I'd have to go up on the left side, go see <clears throat> who else over there. I mean, weird, weird, weird. But but, the, I mean, but the, Mohamed Salah is still a player at the EPL. Yeah, no, but but no, but Salah has an asterisk. That's why that's why I'm saying, like for player of the year, our best winger of the year, or whatever. Yeah. Asterisk, um, Salah hasn't played. A, he's not playing a full season. He, he's been on Africa and been on Af- Afghan duties plus injuries. So that and same thing with Son, not playing a full season. So we're talking about this year. Forget about the big names. Okay, played this year, this season. Yeah, well, I mean, Leon most... Bale is in the next year of um, the wingers. I mean, yes, that I, I agree. Yeah, man, he, he's definitely he's probably the best winger right right wing right now in the next level. I mean, right below Salah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, yeah, man, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, and and it's not a it's not a competition matter because he's done it against big teams, mid teams, low teams. So it's not, you know, some people will say, well, you him play well against small teams. No, he's done it against big teams because he did it against Man City. Have Man City's left back in his stitches. So, <clears throat> yeah, man, Leon Bailey, I play some serious football. Without a doubt. Best, best um, right winger um, right now in the EPL. Um, Junior, I'm mean, going to say you would do that only for long talking, but you did not really address this Fulham issue, this Fulham victory. This There's is nothing a, to address. Our Fulham have not won an away 
game since opening day, Junior. What, okay. what, what the hell is going on at Manchester United, brother? Things the corner was turned. The team did not play well, and now this. No, what, the team what? wasn't playing well. Last week we came on and said that if um, was it Luton, right? If Luton was it Luton, whichever team, the last couple of games. We, I have come on and said, man, you is lucky. If the other team had this. They defeated what? Well, Aston Villa, oh, West Ham? West Ham, Aston Villa, they beat Aston Villa. And what is the loot and was I, last? And I, and I came on here and said that was a proper victory. Yes, but but also remember, my, no, yes, but the players are not consistent with that. And, and, and look at how Manchester United approach the game. Fulham is an idiot side. Let me just put that out there. Iwobi was going to get bug of the week from me. If Iwobi did not score that, and to me, that buck up goal him score because somehow I think he was trying to place the ball in the other post and it went, <laughs> went to the left post. But Iwobi was garbage that game. Iwobi could have scored a hat trick and, and never, never converted. Manchester United is a good team when they when are, are good 11 players. You remove one player out of that 11. And they are crap. Complete crap. So there's nothing to talk about. Fulham, Rashford is 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 done at Manchester United. I think Rashford is done. I think Bruno is playing like a, like like he doesn't have any sense. So it's just it is what it is, man. Um <clears throat> Eric Ten Hag was asked about um Anthony and and he, he said something, Junior, that I found a bit interesting. Uh, I, I'm trying to make sure I pull it. Did you hear that comment that he made about Anthony? Honestly, no. Okay. All right. It says, Eric Ten Hag, when asked about Anthony coming on in the 99th minute, says, quote, it was nothing to do with fitness. He is fit, but we have many options over on the right side. I am playing who deserves to play. With that form in the autumn, we will have to see. Anthony has to step up, end quote. Very honest assessment. I'm not lying. I'm not saying no, go around Bush. Um, my question to you is that our Anthony, um, is, is Anthony Diaz at Manchester United numbered? No, because he's a young player. He, he can always turn the corner. But um, I think Anthony's problem is in his head. Okay. Anthony, the way Anthony's approach to the game, I mean, we all know Anthony Gwen go down the wing, cut back on his left foot, and try and try to do some brilliant shot. And it, 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 it's sad that he can predict what he will do. Yeah, it's so, very predictable. Yeah, yeah. So, so when the committee, the commentators, not commentators, that the journalists at Manchester United, they are sensing blood in the water. So okay. when they are trying to get Ten Hag on record, they are trying to find more needles to stick in the Ten Hag cushion as they okay. try to get him out. That's all that is because nobody should have asked about Anthony. What the hell do you want to know about Anthony? In the whole world know Anthony has been playing like crap. So why the hell are you going to ask Ten Hag why you put that Anthony in the 99th minute? Ten Hag give the right answer. Ten Hag say, the body are playing like crap. What do you want me to do? You want me to play him over Ahmad? At least give Ahmad a chance. You want me to play him over the young youth force that, that was doing so good in, in, in the academy? No. But play the players that are playing well. So why the hell are you asking me about Anthony? 
That should be the question to the journalist. That, you know, Banu is, is a mess. Like I said, the worst thing about it is on the vein week when Ratcliffe come out and said, I'm going to knock Man City off their perch. What did the players do? Turn up and lay an egg against a bug side. That in itself is a problem at Manchester United. Garfield wants to know what's the difference between Man United and Chelsea Junior. Red and blue. Can you elaborate a little bit? One team wear blue, one team wear red. All right, can you elaborate more? And actually, actually, I think I, I think Chelsea's squad is too big. I think that's a difference. Manu doesn't have the squad that Chelsea has. I think Chelsea has a squad in terms of depth. Chelsea is four to five times better than Manu, right? But but but. Chelsea can't seem to find the right 11. Manu top 11 is miles ahead of Chelsea. But Manu top 11 just can't seem to stay healthy. That's a different. That, that, that's the difference between both teams. All right. B, B, BM, BM says in regards to Bailey, that's the difference between a world-class coach and a mediocre coach. Emery said he told Bailey he can do better and was very demanding with him. Yep, yep. Em- Una Emery has been huge for Leon Bailey. Huge, 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 huge. And or is it? Or is it? Leon Bailey has been huge for Emery. Hey, well, well that's that's Think one about- way. Hey, one hand can't wash the other. Hey, when the bird can't fly by one wing, you know, because both will help out each other. You saw this. Um, Leon Bailey is getting a contract extension and probably getting a look at top up. Money and yeah. Una, and Una Emery will feel a little less stress and little less scrutinized, right? Now, yep. what I will say is that if Nottingham Forest, because um, yesterday Aston Villa went up, went up 2 0 and then they went up 3 1, and Nottingham Forest made it 3 3 2. And so if Nottingham Forest came back and tied that game and, and, and even uh, took a point from that game. Una Emery would have probably get a little bit of bad word on it on them cloud. So um, thrown his way. But uh, Leon Bailey's goal at the end really kind of took care of uh, and calmed the nerves. Um, yeah. BM says Emery is one of the best in the business. Yeah, man. And Emery is a good, good, good manager. A very good manager. Very good manager. Um, table EPL tapiered family because we want to highlight something in the EPL before we look at the entire table. Wolves. Wolves in the top eight, Junior. Um, your thoughts on the top eight? Liverpool sitting on top with 60 points. Man City, 59 points. Go ahead, Junior. The, I think we're, we're in for a classic top, top, um, top of the table race. Uh, you, you highlight the Wolves at being in the top eight. But look at the disparity in, look, look, at, look at the disparity in points. You know, you know, Manchester United is is and, and not because my team, but Manchester United is firmly in the top six, right? Top six get into Europe, right? Right, but they are well top top seven. I remember you have the Conference League too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But top in, in real Europe football, top six, yes. But look at the disparity between one and eight is twenty two points. That is that is um six wins, seven wins. That's seven wins. 
difference between Liverpool and Wolves. So yeah, we can highlight. I, I guess the rhetoric now is Wolves after the Lopez take and all of this stuff now and all of this cascas. They find them way in the top eight. But yo, you're seven wins behind, dude. Don't, don't let's start let's start celebrating. Yeah, but, but come on. You can't look on the glass half empty, right? The Lopetegui took away himself like what? A week before the the, the, the um the season opened. Right. And Gary O'Neill was available. Chelsea, who knew the coach from both Mia before this after last season ended, still behind Wolves. And I, and I'm not saying that they will end in that position, but and and Wolves lost Pedro Neto for quite a while. So depth was an issue. Manchester City came in and signed one of their best players in Nunes. Um, and, and I'm sure Matheus Cunha is probably going to go soon. In the, in, in. So, I mean, this is a, a monumental achievement. for, for I, I, Yes, and, and, and I apologize. You know what? Let me pull it back. Cause I, okay, you, you, you put up the top eight and you're right. I don't... Forget about the one through seven. Look below eight. Right, you have Chelsea. See. You have Newcastle. You have West Ham. Teams that you would have expected to be fighting for the top six. Definitely Newcastle. Definitely Chelsea. West Ham and their day should be should be top top and half of the table. Yeah. But 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 Wolves is above them. You're right. You you're actually right. In in terms of that. It's a monumental feat by Wolves. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think maybe with Newcastle Junior, maybe it's an injury thing because I know they've had uh, their run of injuries. But at some point, the SQ is going to run out still. Yeah, because the team that is at top of the league, how many injuries them surviving? <laughs> Yo, when you win your games them early, you can ride through the injuries. Well, they're winning the games through the injuries, too. They won the EFL Cup today. <laughs> Try again, Newcastle. With all that money that you spent. No. Um, West Ham gave uh, David Moyes a contract extension, Junior. I, I, <laughs> you, know, you know, when um, in football or in sports or in, 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 in business, the rhetoric that is sold, sometimes you have to sit down and read between the lines, right? Yeah. I am very curious to know the wording in that contract because <clears throat> the wording in that contract might change a little bit to where if West Ham decide to move on, the pitfall is a little bit easier than it was pre-contract extension. So we might be looking at it. Oh my God, what the hell are they thinking about giving David by the two years? We don't know. Maybe they might save themselves ten million if they fire him. That might be part of the uh, part of the, the, the negotiation. So now boys have to bet on himself and say, okay, well, I'm willing to give up the ten million and prove to you that I have worked the two years, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So is I, before we, we, we question it, I would I'm curious to know what would happen if West Ham decide to move move on from boys pre. Contract extension or post-contract extension? I'm willing to bet it's a little bit easier for them now. A little bit easier. All right. See, see that Garfield um, says, I think that Unai approach is different. <clears throat> he allow Bailey to play how he wants. Think that Gerard was trying to play with him more restraint. Yeah, that's that's probably true, Garfield. But one is a coach and one is a... Yeah, Ger- Ger- Gerard is not a coach. <laughs> Bidaga, Bidaga said that. How many no, times? Yeah, one is a coach. coach and one is a 
One is a real manager and the other one is... <laughs> Alright, let's get other football news before we go where we are. Because we have some other things we want to touch, family. We don't know. Um, before we leave out of Europe, Thomas Tuchel. It was official this week that Thomas Tuchel um, and Bayern Munich will part with Junior um, at the end of the season. Xabi Lanzo apparently is top of the list according to... Florentina Petagol, one man who was on the Bayern Munich beat. Junior, your thoughts on Thomas Tuchel? Where do you go from here now? Um, and and um, of course, they won yesterday 2 1 at the death. Harry Kane with a penalty. Um, Harry Kane with a brace. That's the fixed up. Harry Kane with a brace. <laughs> Harry Kane scored a penalty in the 93rd minute to secure the victory. Junior, your thoughts on the decision and the Thomas Tuchel thing and what next for Bayern Munich? Um, I think what we saw by uh, Bayern Munich, though, they are, that's what great organizations do. They, they admit to a mistake early and make the decision public early and make everybody know what the expectations are. And I think the players now can play the rest of the season knowing that one next year will be different. So their approach to the game can be a little bit um, better. Also, the players also know they're without any certain, without in with with without any shadow of a doubt that they are now playing in an audition. They're now auditioning for the next um, two months, right? We already know. Tuchel is not coaching next year. You don't know who coaching next year, but if you want to play here, if you want to play significant minutes, you better play good. So figure it out and fig and go out there and play. I think I think it's a master stroke by Bayern. Because we all knew Tuchel wasn't going to last. We all knew he wasn't going to last through the summer. And they make it official so the players now can concentrate on playing football as they did and beat what? RB Leicester, I guess, 2-1. I, I am rubbing my face out of frustration because I saw a report that Tuchel is interested in Manchester United, which is not, I'm not frustrated about that one, but he's interested in Barcelona. Um, <laughs> if, if, if there's any truth to this interest in Manchester United for Tuchel, Junior. No, 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 no. no. That, there's no truth there. That's just, that's just... That's right. just agent putting out foolishness. And the agent has to, because right now Tuchel is a lame duck coach. Right? The only way Tuchel, Tuchel is going to get a high-profile job in the summer is he has to win the Bundesliga at least. He has to find a way to win the Bundesliga at least. Because the rhetoric right now is you are a failed coach. And you're going to spend the rest of the year with the tag of being a failed coach and all, all the, the your possible suitors going here watching a Bayern Munich game is Thomas Tuchel who will be out of a job this summer. So the agent now have to pump him up, have to pump up the rhetoric and say, no, 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 he's interested in this, interested in that. So don't, don't let what Bayern Munich say in you. Thomas Tuchel is still a top coach. Thomas Tuchel can still coach at one of the blue blood coach teams. So no, he's still interested in in, in, in coaching Manu. He's interested in coaching Barca. Hell, he might be interested in coaching Real Madrid. You never know. 
Where where did it go wrong for Thomas Tuchel? I mean, um, Junior, a guy who, when we saw him at Dortmund in the early years, he Dortmund played some serious football with young talent, young Isaac and others. And um, I mean, of course, he won a Champions League at Chelsea to the PSG. Where did why why the brother get fired everywhere? I'm going now. Why what happened? Well, he got fired from PSG, he got fired from Chelsea, fired from Byron. I think that's that's the MO, that's consistency. I think where it went wrong for Tuchel, though, is I don't think um, the Barca players respected him. And I think Tuchel... Can I remember? Bayern Munich players. Yeah, the Bayern Munich players. Remember, Tuchel was was a guy that was supposed to be the German whisperer for... Um, for Kai and and yeah yeah, and, yeah for um, so, Kai and Verna Timo Verna Verna so now he's back in his homeland you never know he might have landed with the most bravado and 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 have like he's, he's the big dog on campus and you have Thomas Mueller multiple league champions Champions League winner World Cup winner you have all of these big name players in here looking Kimmich. at you Kimmy yeah looking at they're looking at you like, dude, shut the hell up and tell us who's starting. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I think I think the club profile of the players were too big for Tuchel. All right, watch that space. Now, uh, Garfi says, don't, don't agree. Moyes earned that renewal. Man brought a Europa trophy home. He also said Tuchel's a good coach. So it's a trophy what? It was a conference league trophy, right? Just... Yeah, and, and, and we've seen um, Avran Grant win a Champions League. Where? He won the Where Champions League. Avram Grant win with who? With Chelsea. No, with Chelsea? Avram Grant win none with Chelsea. No, no, Avram Grant. Um, ah, Robert uh, Matteo, man. Di Matteo, yeah, Di Matteo <laughs> won the Champions League with Chelsea and won him the next year. Um, um, uh, Andres Villas Boyas, the big man, big dogs, another bug. <laughs> No, no, no. We're not, we're not talking about the fake special one. Um, Ranieri won a Premier League one year. What happened to him the next year? So <laughs> you win in the Conference League don't earn your two years on a bad year. No, it's what have you done for me lately? Yeah, Roberto Di Matteo. I mean, I don't even know if he's still coaching. Um, Junior, if I can look up if Roberto Di Matteo is still a coach. Let me look um, Julia, Xavi Lanza, though, this thing now with Xavi Lanza gets a little bit here, yeah. Because I, I think there's a report that Liverpool did make contact with Xavi Lanza uh, people. Um, now, uh, Florian, Florian out of Germany is reporting that Sha- uh, Bayern Munich is interested in Xavi Lanza um, and they have him in high regards. Uh, Junior, if you're Xavi Lanza, uh, which one of these jobs would you take if both are offered to you? And if you're Bayern Munich, will you go to Xavi Alonso? If I'm Bayern Munich, yes, Xavi Alonso is the first name I'll call. If I have Xavi Alonso, I am not answering no phone call from Munich with Munich zip code or area code. I don't want I don't want a call from I I would I don't think I don't think Xavi Alonso fits Bayern Munich. I don't think so. I think Bayern Munich is too big of a profile. Not that Xavi Alonso cannot succeed there, but until the end of the season, Xavi Alonso don't win anything. 
Yeah. Right? And you winning the Bundesliga one year, is that is that the profile to go and, and take over at a club that won the Bundesliga the last 10 years? No. I And I think Xavier Alonso will be perfect for Liverpool because Liverpool is in their transition period. Um, you bring him in. If, if you bring Xavier Alonso to Bayern Munich, you know Müller gone, Kimmich gone, Alfonso Davis gone, um, probably Ganabri gone, Kings they call they have to they will have to get rid of the old guard, bring in some new players and rebuild the identity for Javi Alonso. I think you're putting him you're putting him in 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 shark infested waters to try to to look at Bayern Munich and say okay Bayern Munich now you're going to do what I tell you to do no that's not a profile player I think Junior, um, yeah does Real Madrid involve in any of this regarding Xavi Alonso Real Madrid is another one I don't think Xavi Alonso fits Real Madrid because Real Madrid is, is not in a transition period and, so, and the reason why I ask is this I mean Carlo Angelotti I mean he's not getting any younger right he and, was supposed to be Brazil's coach this year, but that, yeah, that he, he was supposed to go. But because of the whole uh, issue with Brazil, he extended. I think he what did an extra year uh, right. for for um, for Madrid. So I mean, why not tell Xabi Lanzo to why 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 Florentino Perez won't tell Xabi Lanzo just hold tight, stay at stay at Leverkusen. Um, you you are our next coach after uh, Carlo. All right. So so can Xavi Alonso coach Kylian Mbappe? <clears throat> yes, I think he can. It's, Why? it's Real Madrid. Real Madrid is Real Madrid. No, 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 no. Real Madrid is Real Madrid. Yes, you're right. But can Xavi Alonso coach Kylian yes. Mbappe? Yes. I don't think so. Real, so, Real Kylian... Madrid is Real Madrid. You said Jose said that Alonso have the coaching heritage, so that will give him a chance. But again, if Alonso become Real Madrid coach, he'll be coaching Real Madrid with just one Bundesliga title to his name. And Real Madrid will already be an established team. They will only have to replace Modric and, um, and um, Cruz, more than likely. The first two names that come to mind. After that, you already have an established team. At Liverpool, you Liverpool more likely moving on from Virgil, more likely moving on from Salah. So you have Darwin Nunes, you have you have those players, but you are going to be in the midst of a trans, of a transition period. And Javi Alonso, Javi Alonso will be the perfect coach to come in to attract the big name ballers. So I think, I think he can coach Real Madrid. He's he's an institute. Real Madrid is an institution. Um, and as an old boy um, who was one with Real Madrid, I, you know, but time, time will tell. But interesting, Julian Nagelsmann Jr., before we, go, we take ourselves, does, does Bayern Munich take a look at Nagelsmann again? I think Bayern Munich have to, I think Bayern Munich coach have to come from within. Okay. We, Nagels, why did Nagelsmann fail at, um, was it uh, Germany? He's I know still he's in charge like, of Germany. But he's feeling. <laughs> look, at, look at the decline in German football. <laughs> no, 
Richard no. Green. Richard Green said he's going Shamilans is going to Liverpool. No debate. <laughs> well, I, it, it, better, it, it makes sense, Benta. It makes sense. You don't think it makes sense? What? Xavi Lanza to Liverpool? Yes. I mean, it makes sense, but I will say this. Um, before Xavi, before we, before Jurgen Klopp announces departure, right? Right. Xavi Lanza was a man who was building his CV for, some would say, to take over for Carlo. He did a stint at um, Real Sociedad as the assistant manager developing the young players. So he, he I mean, he went to La Liga um, and built himself and cut his teeth. And now he's getting a head coach in Germany and win in Germany against a big team. So before Jurgen Klopp announced his departure, many thought that Xabi Alonso was being groomed, was being polished for Real Madrid. I mean, now Liverpool enter the chat and Liverpool fans think that it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Are some Liverpool fans think it's a foregone conclusion? I, 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 think, I think he's more perfect for Liverpool, personally. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, time will tell. We'll, we'll take ourselves before I get your thoughts on a couple more things quickly. Um... MLS family and MLS opening weekend was this weekend, but one of the big, big, big stories coming out of MLS open weekend and this news around referees union accused of threatening MLS replacement officials. Um, you know, this is a story from Jeff Carly of ESPN. Junior, this is bad press all around, right? Opening weekend for the MLS, you're using replacement players. And the union head of the referee association is alleged to um, threaten the replacement players, replacement referees. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, it, it is it is American capitalism at its best. And and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when when the union, the referees, referee union spoke about the strike and rare, rare, rare. and I said, yo. Right on the eve of, of starting a season, and we all agreed this is the best time to do it when you want to get something out of it. But thankfully, to my knowledge, there hasn't been an ins an incident or an instance where we can say if the real referees were here, this would have never happened, right? Yeah. And MLS are worse, it never that never happened in the Miami game, the opening game, which everybody that's 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 the short showcase piece. So but yeah, this is just American capitalism at work. Um, in the court filing, a copy of which has been obtained by ESPN, alleged that the PSR, uh, PSRA executive board member Chris Spencer, quote, unlawfully threatened and coerced potential replacement workers by threatening them that performing officiating work during a lockout would negatively impact the official's ability or eligibility for assignments to officiate college soccer matches, end quote. So, Junior, you're a virgin. I tell him, man, them say, yo, if you're not going to MLS thing, you know, you don't get no, nah, get no college um, uh, games for, for ref. They, they, they just, they just, so, obviously, all diplomatic um, attempts to get the replacement referees on the real referee sides of field so now they go for scotch earth 
<laughs> All right, um, another quick hit, Jamaican football news. Um, we're going to just touch a quick story on that, and we also will get your thoughts on the U20, CONCACAF U20 Championship. All right, um, basically, the uh, meeting occurred this weekend in the JFF. Um, so, uh, the Jamaica Football Federation, at least, was supposed to occur on Saturday. Um, in an article in The Observer by Daniel Blake, big up yourself, Daniel, he spoke to Mr. Ricketts. Mr. Ricketts said, quote, the first question that FIFA asked of me was, have you done your due diligence? Have you gone through constitutional process? And when I responded, of course, in the affirmative, because we would have done everything that both articles of constitution and the statutes of FIFA would have demanded us, then the response was nobody could change that. That FIFA was, that was what FIFA said. If you've gone through the due process and constitutional process, then nobody can change that. And now he says that FIFA has given the green light for them to go ahead and set a date for the election, family. Okay. He says um, Beach Soccer is also not affiliate. Beach Soccer, of course, brought the lawsuit against the uh, election. And he says that Beach Soccer is not an affiliate of the JFF, so they have no right to be doing what they are doing. All right, yeah. Um... <laughs> <sighs> JFF President Mike Rick is supposed to be taking on uh, Raymond Anderson. Raymond Anderson said they are ready. Um, and, should... you know, whenever the election date is called, family. So should I, should, I, should I be that guy or should I wait? Just go ahead, Junior. I mean, why All put right, out because... what we can do today? Let, if you analyze what Ricketts said, is uh, what President Ricketts said, as we were to continue to make attempts to have a, a JFF representative on the show, um, what the president said is, I called FIFA and spoke to FIFA about the grievance that Beach Soccer had with us, with, with, with the election process. And FIFA asked me, if I did what my constitution said I should do, and I said yes. And then FIFA said, well, if you said you did what the constitution said you were going to do, that is what we would have come in and checked. So since you said you, you follow the constitution, it don't make no sense to check because I trust what you are saying. And oh, by the way, um, who is this group that, that trying to um, delay the process? Well, this is the beach soccer group, Mr. FIFA, but Beach, beach soccer is not even a part of our JFF institution, our constitution, or whatever. And FIFA said, wait, they're not, no, they're not. Okay, well, in that case, if we were to come there and adjudicate, we would have said, Do you, you are right where you are. Okay, so, so why is the FIFA? We're good? Yeah, you're good. Go ahead and do what you're doing. <laughs> that, is, that is what that comment is saying. Now, I am curious to know who from FIFA he spoke to. Who will go on the record and say, yes, this is cool and that is good and there's no investigation needed? Or the investigation was already done. Who at the FIFA office is going to say, I was the one that said this? Because if I am beach soccer, if I am any organization that is challenging the JFF, I will have to say, 
how there's no due process. How you attack the FIFA behind closed doors and come tell me what FIFA said when me ask FIFA for look at this. Something the right. So it is Rick Miss President Ricketts is, is is smart enough to know that he cannot make that mistake. So obviously FIFA is in cahoots with them. Case closed. We move on. President Ricketts will be the next president for the next World Cup run. And we just keep moving. Till death do he part. Uh, yeah, but I, I had to see him and um I see him conclusion because uh, we saw with the Trinidad and Tobago Football Federation when um FIFA came in and implemented a normalization committee. The right. president at the time, Mr. Williams, they claimed that they did everything by the book, etc. And so FIFA did, said, according to FIFA, they did their investigation, i.e. FIFA's investigation, and it wasn't by the book. And then they also was worried about monetary issues. So, um, Ricketts can say what he wants to say, but I, I think in any sense of the organization, FIFA would have done an independent investigation and then, you know, said yeah or nay in the path forward on this process. So, um, time will tell what will happen in this saga, but we will see. It just, um, it, it just, he said that now that uh, BM says FIFA is a joke. <laughs> I guess that does that mean that FIFA did. What Ricketts is saying, BM, is that accurate then? And FIFA did give them the go-ahead through a word-of-mouth discussion or was there a formal investigation and FIFA released some findings? Um, but regardless of what happens, um, the president of the JFF, Mike Ricketts, says now they will have to wait a minimum of 14 days based on the articles. And um, there's an emergency congress and they have to have... Um, he said there would be a board meeting on Saturday, which was yesterday. Hopefully, there won't be any long or controversial meeting. We may come to an idea of what the date will be during the meeting. So there's still a lot of open, open-ended um, or unresolved questions that right. that need to take place. All right, on the field, Junior. Before we go, my yard. CONCACAF U20 Championship is taking place. Reggae Boys defeated Martinique 1-0. Um, one, uh, Junior, quickly, your thoughts on that game. Of course, this is a road to Chile. Um, the Chile World Cup, um, you know, coming up later on. All right. Jamaica qualified for one men's World Cup in all their history. Let's not, let's not continue to trick ourselves. The women's team had a purple patch. And they had to qualify for two straight World Cups. No, that is now done. Let's not trick ourselves. Jamaica beating Martinique. Jamaica's goal right now is to be the best team in the Caribbean. Or be the best team in CONCACAF. And they will achieve that. They will, they will, they will end up coming short in this tournament. We losing to a better, uh, more prepared team. Are we going to say, oh, shucks, damn. We were that close. If only we were blah, 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 blah. That is my takeaway from it. I don't care. Okay, BM says, I saw the game. It was hard to watch. And that's putting it mildly. <laughs> They're not good. And then, and then, and then you, have, you have the Butler saga. Uh, Mr. Um, Greg Butler 
saga with Phoenix and how they're not registered. Is 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 look, we as Jamaican football fans want the best for our teams, and the organizers are are the people behind the teams don't share that same belief. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of things that we can fix up around our back. I mean, especially on the organization front, administrative-wise. Um, speaking of continuing Jamaican football report, the reggae girls team played Chile in a friendly game. Of course, they're absent. Um, Junior, should I not use the name the reggae girls? No, the reggae girls are dead. The reggae yeah, girls are gone. The Jamaican the football <laughs> the Jama- Jamaican women's team played Chile. Yeah. Um, in a friendly, the game ended 5-1 for Chile. Um, Junior, I mean, I think essentially what I'm going to try to try to keep things for our life support as, until things kind of get resolved. This election is a big thing too, and, and, and st- some stuff are still in a status quo until them things hey, get resolved. There's nothing to resolve. I think Jamaican women's football that we loved is dead and gone. It's done. You bring those players back together right now, it won't be the same. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. No, nah, it won't it's, be. It won't be. It's done. It's done. Done. We see Puerto Rico um, beating Panama with Fidem Nofier Bala. Yes, Losing to Brazil. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Yep, yep. Losing to Brazil 1-0. Beating Haiti to get to Gold Cup. Yeah. While Jamaica, twice um, World Cup qualifiers, losing to Chile, who could not qualify for said Gold Cup by five by score five to one. It's done. It it is over. I'm sorry that and and I said it. I and, and it's so sad that I I I predicted this. During the World Cup, the last World Cup, I hope you remember, Ben. I'm yeah, look, yeah. enjoy the moment. You see the cracks coming between the players and the federation all over again. Once these players move on, the next set of players are not good enough. It is the end of women's football, and that's where we are right now. So, Jamaica's goal now will be to be the best women's football team in the Caribbean. And let's live with that. Yeah, teams are getting better, as BM said. Teams are not, yeah, and, and understandably so. Teams are not waiting for Jamaica or any country for that matter to fix up in the house. Teams yes. are getting better. As you said, Junior, Puerto Rico are playing some serious football. And, 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 and them have, they, they, it's not complicated football that Puerto Rico is playing. It's simple passing football. Um, so they look, they look just like the Jamaica team two World Cups ago. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a ton of, they don't have a ton of talent. Them just make the best of what they have. And right. them I'll give you a fight, them fit, them have this one cat uh, one player named Garcia. Who should we should we cut you out of your, your clothes and Macarona uh, Macarino. So um but BM is right. They, they're not waiting rightfully so. El Salvador also coming up. So we we will see. Um, Yardballers report final comment one make regarding Jamaican football. Have to support Jamaican Premier League and update the fans on today's results. Um, 
Molines, uh, Denver Holden defeated Molines 4-2. Waterhouse 5-1 over Humble Lion. Mount Pleasant and Mobile United drew 1-1. Veer, Butterbrews, Limehall 6-2. And Tivoli and Portmore 0-0. Yeah, where Veer finds six goals from. <laughs> um, in the standing, um, Cavalier and Mount Pleasant both tied on 43 points. Uh, Cavalier has a game in hand. Mount Pleasant played one more. Cavalier is in the... Speaking of Cavalier and Mount Pleasant, Cavalier is in the Caribbean Championship. Yo, you see a goal where, where Andre Blake give up, what right Yo. <laughs> Yo, it was I'm a Brenton. Big up Andre Blake, It was raining, Benton. It was raining. You know, in our fairness, though, it's yeah. not in, in fact, that Blake's fault. If I see if we can't find the video before going on, we had. This, it's too funny. It's not, but it's not Blake's fault. It's the defender's fault. Yeah, but, all right. The defender kicked the ball like an idiot back to him. But Blake, after I sent himself, he can't catch the ball. But, so Blake, now I try the best. Control him, he can. With No, in our, in our fairness, though, better he got caught in two rides. Because... <laughs> Yeah, the 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 outfield player, are, are, are the the real outfield player. What he will do is what take a step back. We what we look for the video. Yeah, Mr. all he was trying to do. All he was trying to do. He was caught in two bites. He was trying to try to be get get to the ball before it bounces. I realized he wasn't going to get to the ball before it bounced. So he tried to judge it for jump for control with his chest. All he had to do was take a step back. And the ball would bounce right for the chest. It, 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 it was just sad. People, we can't find it. We, have, we want to see if we can find it and drop it for him. Well, it, it, it was kind of hilarious. There's some bridging Andre Blake. And we don't know Andre Blake is upper, is upper echelon goalkeeper. I mean, the man they are general. So we're not... We don't laugh about, we don't try to question the man's credential and him resume. So uh, that's not what we're doing here. We just, we said, what was Andre Blake going with Rondessa? But, you know, like you said, the defender, and I, I found it, Junior. As you don't know, the internet is undefeated. Um, <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Yo. And by the way, people, you see, you see, you see we are on our Twitter page. But to follow Twitter, man, and we had we had um, TikTok too, Ballchat underscore podcast. Follow, follow, follow right now. And if you follow us or subscribe to us, text us, a, put, send us a DM, send us, send us a, um, a message and say, yo, this is blah, blah, blah for the show. We'll follow back instantly. All right. Let me, let me pull this up. Um, let, me, let, me, let me get this up before we go, my yard. Guys, this is this, this too funny. This... <laughs> Yo, big up the Andre Blake. Because we don't know. We, make sure you don't bring this type of goalkeeping to um, Nations League, you know. <laughs> Semi-final. Yo, all right. See, see you now, people. Jeremy, Jeremy, it's him. Just join them. I must see basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Junior, you can see it. It's up now, right? Por parte del conjunto norteamericano. And 
sewer go out there. Yo, yeah, because we'll I'm see. Andre Blake, but because the defender, what are you doing? The man make... <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a game between Philadelphia Union and Saprissas in the Conga Cap. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, Jeremy had said that goalkeeper need a hundred bucks. Jeremy, that's a national goalkeeper, Andre Blake. <laughs> Yo, Junior, so what would you do? What would you do here as a goalkeeper, Junior? Because I'm ready to answer Blake still. What would you do here? I would take a step back. Just take just his yeah, angle to the ball back. is rough. I guess the ball come at him too fast. Yeah, it it, it the it, it is wet. The 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 the, the field it, it, that it was raining and it was windy. <laughs> so and, and you know what? In our yeah. fairness. In all fairness, Andre Blake was outside the 18, so he actually had to run back. <laughs> so he, he his angle going back. I and he didn't have to jump. He could have controlled it on his chest. So because I, I was watching the game and I was like, why couldn't he just take a step back? Just take a step back, yeah. Why couldn't he no, just but, take a step? But why the defender like like Jeremy had said, just keep the ball in the stands? <laughs> Why, Blakey? Yo! Uh, what? <laughs> you pass it. <laughs> look, look what I'm... Yeah, big old Richard, Andre. Yo, how kind of... You know when you're there at school and you play Dandy Shandy and you try sight. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yo, I'm sure say we take a look back on this and just say, yo, I want just go on the so. <laughs> yo, how what funny is... The team celebrated like them score. <laughs> of course. Of course. So, what's the little Reginald J. Blake? Why? Um, that was funny, but thanks for the humor. Big up, Jeremy, and Jeremy, and big up yourself. We know what to say. You're running late when Manchester United get fixed up, eh? Okay, we'll catch you next week. Um, continue. Just to wrap up the show, I was on the Jamaican Premier League. Um, Table Cavalier 43 points, Amon Pleasant on 43 points, Portmore in third position 40 points, Tivoli 38, Arnett Gardens um, and 35, Waterhouse and Dumbo Holding on 30 points, 6 and 7 position, and Lime Hall down at bottom. Fix up in yourself, Lime Hall on 7 points. We're not run through the entire table, we don't have time for that. Um, Junior, should we watch it one more time before we go home? No. Um, big on Bridge and Andre Blake. Courtesy of Tun. Um, Alright, I that you know. We are going my yard. We are going my yard. Yeah, but I'm remember with up on Twitter on TikTok now, so Levy said I just want to say if Chelsea had a forward, Liverpool lose. Boy, if Junior was a big striker. He would be playing for Manchester United. Big up, yeah, of course. Big up, big up, Peter Mystic. Peter Mystic says, if any of you ever played the game, it's not always easy to judge the flight or the bounce of a ball. And he was obviously caught into minds as well. Peter Mystic, big up yourself every time, Peter. Um, first time I recognize your, your name on the show. So big up. Um, yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, you're right. I real talk. I real talk. He, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're not yeah. we killing you know, we just have a, we, we are enjoying the humor because in our life we can laugh at ourselves. Yes, yes. You know. So Peter, make sure 
Make sure you subscribe to the show in a piece. Yeah, man. Make sure you yeah, subscribe. We're not, we're, not, we're not beating. We know, say, as, as, as stated earlier, this doesn't take away from Andrews Blake's work and credential. The man there yes. work tall, you know? Um, so, 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 hopefully, Peter, um, subscribe to the show. Because we don't really want to run the Peter in a bit, Dad. Yeah, man. However, <laughs> however, I'm going to be that guy. Oh, so Peter said, Peter said, him subscriber. So we, we can't be that guy, Benton. Peter. No, right, no, no, don't bother with it. Don't bother with it. Don't bother with it. Peter. Blake get paid for playing football. We don't get paid for playing No, football. but you still can't misjudge the flight of the ball. Regarding you get paid. But, but, but and not only that, is that Blake? I'm not blaming Blake. But yes, Blake, I blame the defender. Yes, yes. That's the dumbest pass back ever. Yo, you know that's a blind pass. Yes, yes. To your goalkeeper kicking the ball in the ear to the goalkeeper that cannot catch the ball. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, you know me, what Jeremy and Levy said. Jeremy said, "Why am I just kicking the ball out in front of him?" <laughs> that, just, kick, just, just all the defender have to do is kick the ball in the stands. Because and and, and then and then you know what too. And, and, and in Blake's defense, I say it again because Peter is right. And the truth is, it's not like Blake was standing there and the ball came to him. Blake is running back to the goal from outside the 18. So if you are running from outside the 18, you are right now, you have no idea probably where the goal is. You have no idea how far you run back because you're looking at the ball. So you, you, you probably can't even think about step, stepping back because... What would be worse if he step back or he step back even at a goal and the ball come to him and the chest the ball behind the line? Yeah, so it, it, it's a bad, it's a bad situation. Yo, I would have given that defender some box, yes, man. Uh, Gless, uh, what's his name? Is uh, uh, name? Glessness? Glessness is a uh, bug, yeah. But the, the thing that's funny to me you now is when I watch the game and I say, okay, yeah. Why Andre Blake, the defender is an idiot. But Andre Blake, he couldn't take a step back because the way him jump, you know. And then the, the ball then curved on him because Andre Blake you now act like he want control in his chest and he might jump. That's a weird. What but that's the thing, hey, that's the thing too, you know. Because if you look at how the ball bounces, Andre is expecting the ball to bounce to him chest, which yes, was why he jumped like. Was. But the ball turned. Yes. The ball bounces and is like, is, is, is the worst case scenario. So, um, uh, so Peter said it's a similar situation that happened to the Martinique goalkeeper yesterday against Jumbi. Yes, in yes, the other 20s. Yes, yes, yes. Jeremy yes. yes. said, if me a Blake, me I catch it and take my chances with a free kick. Well, number one, Jeremy had to get in a red card. Number two is a 27th minute of the game. So you can't, you can't get a red card and give away an indirect free kick in the, in the, in the box. So it is just, it, it, yo, like I said, if me had a coach, uh, you know what make it worse though? Guess what make it worse? What? The defender kicked the ball to Blake in front of the coaches. Uh, That's the coach's sideline. That's the bench's sideline. So why so imagine if me had a coach, me have to look and look bread away to kick the ball over here, so what in your mind say you kick the ball to the keeper? Yeah, yeah. I just stupidity, man. CONCACAF Champions League, watch it family, it's a very entertaining tournament, you will see game goes like that, and, and again, I want to highlight, I want to make sure I say it 100% loud and clear, we now go around corner, 
and said, this does not take away from Andres Blake credential. The man, success and achievement as a goalkeeper, tall and long like rope. So it was funny that I, I was watching the game and I was like, yo, this is the normal. This is But is that a sweeper keeper? <laughs> no, he's... Well, I mean, it's evolution of the game. He probably want to play some passes out of the back too. It was interesting that he was moving from the the, 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 the top of the 18. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so like Peter said, everybody, but big up to um, D Wise. That D Wise used to keep for Arden. If you look at it, I really think about it from a player's perspective, and right? D Wise is a goalkeeper. So D Wise is a goalkeeper. Yeah, but yeah. twenty-seven minutes. You're not tired. Blake is not tired, right? No. So Blake is standing outside the 18 with his defender going after a ball like that. You know what I, you know what I tell me? Blake sends no danger in that moment. He's, in the back of his mind, he probably said, if I keep the ball out for a true. Yeah, yeah. There's no sensing of danger. So I cannot imagine Blake has up out to the 18 and wait for the ball to kick. I would have seen the brother turn. It was a week. Yo, what you do? <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, probably, yeah, it surprised, it surprised him. It surprised him 100%. Because he must say, what the, the box cover going over here, sir? And, and um, um, Blake was out of Philadelphia's opening game this weekend. Um, You know, picked up a little knock. So, them, you know, hold, held him out of this game. I mean, um, I said, Damian Lua would have made that mistake. All right, you know, now you're gone too far. <laughs> now you're gone too far. Um, just you know, we watch MLS and watch Philadelphia Union, and you don't know the man. The man is a general, in I'm thing. So we're looking forward to see more Andre Blake and not moments like this, of course. Um, all right, any other comments you want to highlight before we go over yard, family? Jeremy, it's a man that play Spanish foot Spanish football possession. Coach said, "Don't kick it out." <laughs> Don't kick it out. And Damian Lowe did play um, yesterday in the game against uh, Chicago. Philadelphia Union kicked, kicked off the season at a 2-2 um, against Chicago. Uh, also, we want to keep an eye out. They will play the return leg. Philadelphia Union, that is, will play the re- return leg against Saprissa this coming... Um, when? This coming um, Tuesday, actually. You know. I think it's Wednesday or Tuesday. Yeah. And actually, I think Philadelphia Union did win the game 3-2, right? I think, I think they so, did. Yeah. So, even even with the 2-0 lead, I think Philadelphia Union did win the game. So, um, won that first leg. Let me just check to make sure. So, all is not lost. Yeah. So, they did, they did win the first leg 3-2. So, you, you know... Which is, is interesting. We know so we are going down the tunnel here. So, but do you remember one time Saprissa was a big side and an MLS side cannot come, cannot enter Costa Rica and beat them? Those days seem to have gone by the wayside now. There were days when, when you think of an American club team played against a CONCACAF club team and it was just a walk in the park. Yeah. I think Chicago Fire was one of the first teams that um, bucked that trend. I think it was the Fire. Like Club America, um, Cruz Azul, them teams that used to just kick up MLS side. Not anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. Carranza scored a hat-trick for Philadelphia Union to win that game 3-2. All right, um, time for Goma we had. I, I didn't want to mention, though, keep an eye out for the uh, NWSL um, season coming up because my Bridgen Lorne, our Bridgen Lorne Donalds is the head coach of the Chicago uh, <clears throat> team. So one, definitely keep an eye and support, support them. The and he's going to have his full team. All right, see there, see there. All right, big up, big up all listeners. Um, we're going to continue our... Our coverage of football coming up this week. Wednesday, watch a land next week for the Manchester Derby. Okay, it's week after. All right. Um, stay tuned for uh, when do some videos on the Concacaf Women's uh, World Cup action. Just going to recap and just drop those videos once the first round is a wrap. Um, and you know, that's it. You can connect with us on Instagram at Ball Chat Podcast. We're on X at Ball Chat One. We're on Facebook at Ball Chat. What? Wait, we're up on TikTok now. At, at Ball Chat underscore podcast. Junior, talk to it. All right, see that, see that. Yo, <coughs> football family have a safe week. Take care of yourself and yo. Junior, I eat that now. Tired. We're going on a road. Later. All right.